Welcome to the Embarrassed by Night podcast. This is Andy Van. I'm Fred Lay. This is the podcast hosted by two balding Vietnamese American comedians. I'm I'm balding less. I started Keeps recently. This is brought to you by Keeps. Uh, this is the first episode we're trying to figure out uh, what this show is and whether people even really want to watch it and yeah. listen to it. Yeah, and uh, we we suspect no, but we'll see what happens. This is the show. Uh, about uh, Vietnamese American topics, Vietnamese American culture, and beyond. Beyond? Beyond. Th- that's the interesting part. Vietnamese American topics, Vietnamese American culture. When we get to the beyond, oh, you just you just wait, ladies and gentlemen. Because so I think much. we only have like three. We're trying to figure out topics for this show, and we're like, Ooh, we don't really know anything about. <laughs> yeah, each other either. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this will be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Andy and I are planning our next Embarrassed by Night show. If you don't That's know right. Embarrassed by Night, it is a, a celebration of Vietnamese culture uh, put on by uh, some of the best Vietnamese American comics in the game right now. Absolutely. Our next one is going to be for that Vietnamese New Year. Yep. End of January. Check it out. We're going to lock down the date and the venue very soon. But stay posted. Follow us on Embarrassed by Night on Instagram. Uh, and also follow us individually. We're gonna put. Our, should we put the names? Your name, like right here and right here. Yeah, yeah, right there. But it got us thinking uh, about that, reminiscing about that. Uh, Andy, you've been involved in San Jose's Vietnamese American community. Yeah, 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 kid. yeah. Absolutely. I uh, I was involved uh, in the Boy Scouts, Vietnamese Boy Scouts. Um, also. Um, the church. Um, but you were involved in these things, which means that we probably cross paths at the fairgrounds. Probably, yeah. Hoi Chet Tet. Hoi Chet Tet. Yeah. Did you, uh, did, you, did you, like, perform in anything? I did some line dancing. Of course, everyone, we all did a little bit of line dancing. We all, we all dabbled in line dancing. <laughs> I all dabbled in line dancing. If you were a young man in, involved in any kind of Vietnamese <laughs> stuff in... San Jose, you definitely been under one of those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One at of those. Some point. Yeah. My brother started his own line dance club at UC Davis. He started the UC Davis line dance club. That's fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like he he took what other people would just do as a hobby, and he he really went with it, which is good. I think that's good. Um, it's it's embarrassing for me because I just do things, and almost always I do things, and they always like fade away. Like I stop doing them. I lose my. I never see things through. Yeah, is this the farthest you've ever followed through on an idea? Uh, yeah, recording this is setting yeah. up. Yeah, this Actually, is the farthest I followed through with a friendship. It's crazy. Going. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're almost done. <laughs> um. Yeah. What, what? What? What kind of stuff did you do? What do you always do at Hoi Chat? That we were in Boy Scouts, so we we our troop, I believe, sold uh, pandan waffles. What is that? The green waffles. Oh, the green waffles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they were called pandan. I never liked them, actually. I never liked them, but I sold the shit out of them. Did you do, did you perform or do anything? Uh, did some martial arts. Oh, shit. Were you in, what's that? Moby Nam? Yeah, were you? No, I was in Viet Thai Guk, which was, um, like a Vietnamese offshoot of Taekwondo. Huh. It's a little bit more fluid than Taekwondo. Well. But we still had, like. Do it again? It's a little bit more fluid oh, beautiful. Than, yeah. than Taekwondo. We had stances, it, stances that were uh, named after animals. Oh, what's, what's, what was your favorite one? Horse. Hor- of course. Of course, horse. Of course, what, what was the horse stance like? Uh, it's a little kind of like this. Oh, shit. That's bit, good. Damn, a little bro. bit of this. No, there's one. There's like this one. I think that one was Is the horse. face part of it? Uh, the strain? 
Yeah, the you strings. Went, you went... It's always it's always about the strings. <laughs> that was actually so we uh, there was always every year there was a um, taekwondo tournament and I got to enter mm. it as a red belt. And for my division, it was me and then another homie that went to a different martial arts school, but I did uh, scouts with. Yeah. And he would tell me about like how hard he and his uh, group trained. Yeah. Um, and so there were two. So it was just me and him. Yeah. So it was gold medal and silver medal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like guaranteed silver. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we went head to head on sparring and we went head to head on forums. And I forms was like my favorite part of yeah. martial arts because yeah. I just loved like showing off and like performing. It was like yeah. cheerleading for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't give a fuck about sparring, so yeah. he whipped my ass uh-huh. uh, in that. I got the gold, but I got the gold in the, this. <laughs> oh yeah, I can tell. I can tell. That's yelling. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching those uh, tournaments in the in the hall. In the hall, right? Like there was a big hall. Yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. At the county fairgrounds, there would the, there would be the martial arts one one day, and then there would be a ping pong tournament the other day. And I really, that. I don't remember. This. I entered the ping pong tournament. You got wrecked. I got wrecked. <laughs> I didn't even bring. I had. I brought my like horrible like big five paddle. Yeah. My friends just like signed me up because it was our Boy Scout troop that was yeah. that was running the ping pong tournament. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna sign up, and then. And then I got owned completely yeah. by your by your. Boyfriend. They almost they almost disqualified me because my fucking paddle was too beat up. What? Yeah, I brought I brought my paddle from home, and these people were like professional ping pong players. They were like putting together the paddle like at the thing. That's crazy. That's yeah. cra- they putting together. They were building their paddles on site. Yeah, that's how. That's insane. That's pro ping pong shit. That's it's actually called table tennis. Okay. I don't know. Well, that, that that's might that's be why you lost. lost. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if I would have the I would I would have the audacity to do something like that. Like just now? sign up sign up for a professional ping pong. <laughs> well, like, what a fucking shithead. Yeah. Well, also like if they're letting anyone sign up, it's, it can't be that professional. If they're letting kids sign up. It was for the fuck of it. It was, it was like, because I had an in. It was because it was my Boy Scout troop that was yeah. that was running it. But, I mean, that can't be like you know certified <laughs> by the. Ping yeah, they pong. didn't check my credentials. For the U.S. Ping Pong Association, U.S. PPA. I, I wasted a lot of people's time that day. <laughs> by, I think I got like one point off the guy. And the guy was going like really easy on me. So. How old were you? Uh, probably like 15. 28. 15, 16. <laughs> yeah, I was 28. I, I shouldn't have been near those children. <laughs> like legally? Yeah. I can't believe they let me. <laughs> I loved um, that... I love shopping for bootleg CDs. That was the shit. I was about to say that. I got so many trance CDs. Yeah, so many in middle trance school. CDs. Yeah, um, a lot of Serena Paris. Listen to a lot of Serena Paris. Remember Serena Paris? Oh yeah. Just about enough. Those were like perfectly bootlegged CDs too. They yeah. looked just shitty enough. Yeah. That that you'd be like, okay, this is totally a bootleg. Like they look like bootleg Pokemon cards. Just someone like someone would print out. Someone had a color printer at home. Print out and cut out the CD. The, the square to put in like those cheap thin CD cases. Yeah, I yeah. got into it. I I used to do that too. I was inspired by uh, you burn the, CDs. The, yeah, I would burn together, put together my uh, these trans compilations and sell them for five dollars. Oh shit! Yeah, Dude, you're a fucking hustler. I made I made little labels too. Really? Yeah, that's legit. The dude. series was called Fifi's in a Trance. Volume no one, shit. Volume two. Yeah, that's 
it's possible I, we could I could have bought some one of your CDs, bro. Yeah, it's very possible. I never I never followed through. I didn't make like a full compilation, but I did two two Fifi's into trances. Wow, it's my brother and I used to buy those CDs. I mean, or I, yeah, that's fascinating. You were you're part of the culture. <laughs> I couldn't name a single techno or trance DJ now, except Serena Paris. Yeah, is she still around? I mean, she's we're we're uttering her name. Yeah, there's with, two deaths, right? With true reverence, what she died? No, no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> oh, <laughs> phrase, phrase. You die two times when you die, and then when someone last utters your name, she's still alive. Even if she might also still be alive. I mean, I totally believe that if she died in a car accident, that just sounds like somebody who would be dead. Yeah, like Trina Paris. Yeah, like Trist Trist Trang. That's not her name. Trist. No. Yeah, what was her name? I don't know. The lady who played... Oh, no, she died again. (laughs) We don't know her name. Oh, no. She died again. Yellow Ranger. She pops up on my Instagram feed a lot. Really? Yeah. Why? For some reason, Instagram thinks that I really like Power Rangers. I mean, they... I will just... (laughs) Constantly. I will look at Power Rangers costumes and stuff on Instagram. Really? Yeah. What kind of stuff do you get on your IG feed? Oh, this is uh, mostly comedy. Okay. You get a lot of horny stuff. Tits, tits, and comedy. Yeah. I don't. I don't get a lot of tits. Actually, I don't. I don't look at tits on Instagram. I don't look at tits in the mirror. Okay. And on pornographic websites. Mm-hmm. I think I believe. I believe that there's a time and a place for things, and it's proper. To look. I can't look at tits on Instagram. I don't know why. It just doesn't turn me on. I live alone, and I have a weird job anyway, so I'll just perv out on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I don't Just completely shamelessly. It doesn't do anything for me. I, I have no, no judgment, obviously, but it's just I, I, need, I need the nipples. I, hmm. need, like, the, I need the pornographic, the, the... I don't need it. Need is strong. But I, <laughs> in order to get going, to stoke the horniness, mm-hmm. I need the... I need the explicit stuff, I guess. Well, I'm surprised that it didn't uh, that it didn't take that long to start talking about porn. Yeah, what are we in? Like maybe five minutes, thirteen minutes. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. We were able to hold it together <laughs> for thirteen minutes to devolve for this to devolve into where it's going to every time. I get those. I get basketball sneakers a lot. Mm. Do you buy? Do you buy kicks a lot? Not even really. Oh, I just um, love you browse. Yeah, I'll just like look at I'll look at Jordans forever. Nice. It's it's a weird I'd I like waste so much fucking time. <laughs> Let's unpack this. I'm just Are like, you okay? I'm just looking at I'm just looking at shit that I don't intend to buy at all. Mm-hmm. Like IG has got me by the nuts. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I will I even have the timer on. The, so it'll say like You've oh, been on this for you've been on this for a while. I'll be like, no. Nah! Yeah. Which is it's stupid. Yeah. I, I use that switch every day. <laughs> I, uh, I use it disable for today. I use that every single day. <laughs> That's really sad, man. Yeah, I need I need something else to like look at. Oh, if you're happy. Uh, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Help. Should I buy you? The thing is, like, I can't even buy you Jordans. Like, if I buy you Jordans, you're gonna keep looking. It won't. It won't like. Take away your screen time. You're still up, right? Yeah, I do have. I, I did buy another pair of Iversons, and they're in. The you mail. bought Iversons? They're coming in the mail. Yeah. 
But you, I have a very special connection to Iverson. Those were like Iverson was my favorite basketball player growing okay, up. Yeah. And the questions, specifically the questions, nice. those shoes are like the best shoe I've ever. Had. I remember in sixth grade I got the suede, the blue suede toe questions uh-huh. in low. Yeah. And they totally changed my personality. <laughs> How were you like shy before? Then you. Yeah, I started. I started talking with a little bit of a. <laughs> with a little bit of a swagger yeah yeah to the point where there was one kid the skater anthony was like those shoes are giving you too much confidence <laughs> i remember him telling me that specifically that was i think that was racist <laughs> i think that came from a racist place <laughs> you could have been more confident but you got shut down i was i mean i was a i was a asian short asian kid with glasses he he didn't he's not used to seeing somebody like that with yeah talking the way that i was talking what were you talking you're saying the n-word a lot um no a L- little bit no i was thinking it constantly <laughs> constantly, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't say it no I, l- I watched a lot of bet back in the day you ever stuff your shoes no what is that you put socks on the tongue of your shoe so it's like a puffy Ugh. I did that. Like to get to give it the Osiris look. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I just had Osiris's. Wow, way too much confidence, bro. When you're wearing those Osiris's. Yeah, <laughs> they were. I think I think they were my sisters, and I just took them. Wow, I did that a lot. You took your. My sister had some heat yeah. back in the day. She had the Jason Kids, the the flights with the jewel. She had those. I wore those a couple times. She had the crazy Kobe's. Like bricks. I would, I would take the, yeah. Like bricks, yeah. I would take those every once in a while. And she had the Osiruses. <laughs> Osiruses were, I mean, I, I wanted to fit in with all the white kids in middle school. So I wanted to get skate shoes. I got a van. I got a lot of vans. And so it's the cheapest skate shoe at Big Five. Big Five was the kind, like, they had name brand shoes, but they had the ugliest possible name brand <laughs> that you get. Like the Nikes that they, that they sold were just like... <laughs> like $39 shoes. I didn't understand aesthetics at the time. Like I don't I still really don't get it. Mm-hmm. I just like go with whatever people say looks could look good. I don't know. Okay. What I think looks cool doesn't look cool to people usually. I think this is the coolest I've felt in my whole life. Wow. This is the peak cool. Like this outfit is a cool it's like for me, I feel fucking cool. I feel confident in this. Yeah, a little bit too confident. Yeah, they're like, this is my questions. <laughs> um, but Big Five, my parents were very cheap, right? So we would never get, we were only allowed to spend like $20 on shoes max. Holy shit, really? Yeah. So when my bas- when I played basketball in middle school, we got Shaquille O'Neal's shoes. Oh, nice. The logo where he's like hanging off the rim yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and it was shiny. It was fucking shiny. It was like this bright, white ass shoes with Shaquille O'Neal like hanging and they were so bright and I was the worst player by far on the team. That was just like just the shittiest At least he made the team. I think it was no cut. Oh there's no cut. Yeah, I think it was no cut middle school. <laughs> our middle our middle school team was very uh competitive. Really? Yeah. The and the the guy who ran the team was like this like probably twenty six year old dude who really thought he was a shit. Mm. Um and like would hang out with ex students. Yeah, like that kind of that kind of energy. Uh-uh. That guy and also the badminton coaches at our high school were like that too. 
No one should be hanging out with high school kids. They were like hanging out. They were like partying with the high schoolers. It was pretty pathetic. But anyways, I remember specifically um, when I was in when I was in seventh or eighth grade. I was I felt uncomfortable playing shirts versus skins. He made us do shirts versus mm-hmm. skins. And uh, I went up to the other PE teacher. I was like, "Hey, um, can you tell Rich like I don't feel very comfortable uh, with with shirts or shirts and skins? So if if I get picked, can you pick, make me shirts?" And he said, "Okay." And then I got singled out to play sh- skins. skins. Yeah. Wow. He wow. fucking bullied me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I I have not forgotten that because I remember he picked specifically was picking the guys and then he made eye contact with me. He's like, "You." Oh shit. Yeah. He bullied me. Holy shit. And what happened? Going, What'd you do? And I just took my shirt off when I played. Damn. But You were not comfortable. I was not comfortable, but whatever. Are you comfortable now? Yeah. I actually prefer to nice. be shirtless. To the next episode of Shirts and Skins. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to bully you. Well, we need to actually have a competition. Mm-hmm. So you can drink more. Lose ass. <laughs> Counting shots. Oh, fuck, it's so bad. We're back. Embarrassed by night. I don't even think we're going to have been gone, because I think we'll just oh, edit cut it, it straight into... Yeah. I will... Can we leave this in? Yeah. We are back. We are <laughs> twice as drunk as when we stopped, last saw us. Oh, man. Imagine, like, we keep cutting, and in each cut, we get more and more sauce. Because our hair is... Uh... Fucked up, man. I love you, man. Yeah, you know, I love you. You're never gonna get that drunk, bro. <laughs> if I ever tell you I love you, Fred, I want you to take it sincerely, okay? I'm gonna be like, oh shit, he's got a disease. <laughs> he's gonna die soon. Oh my god, they just, they finally told him he has diabetes. <laughs> I feel like if you got diabetes, it you might not find out until it's like time to lose a foot. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not very good with setting up appointments. You stri- you strike me as somebody who's not very responsible. Yeah, I pay way too much for a finasteride right, right now. <laughs> How much are you paying? It was like thirty bucks a month. Okay, just go get a prescription from your doctor. I have to make an appointment with a doctor. Okay. I don't want this to be part of it. Ah, we'll keep it. But like, we're gonna stop this here. My medical. What kind of, what kind of insurance? <laughs> yeah, my medical, my yeah. medical history and <laughs> my medical profile is not going on. Now yet, let them earn it. They gotta stick around a couple more episodes, right? We get, we gotta let them fucking earn it. <laughs> uh, cheers. Cheers. Oh, I bet you. Yeah. Yo. <sighs> um, we were talking about uh, pets. Do you have a? Do you have an animal that had a Vietnamese name? You know what? I no Vietnamese names for our animals. We but we never had any like dogs or cats. We had fish and birds. Okay. Low. My parents are very low responsibility people. I think. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't have like really any. Yeah, any animals. Pets? We had we had a dog for a hot minute and then it ran away. Hmm. Um, yeah, we were not like very well equipped to. Take yeah, care of animals. Yeah, I don't think Vietnamese in our culture we don't keep pets. We had chickens. Oh, sick! We had They're chickens fun. for some fucking reason. Like I love my, chickens, right? My my dad just like brought home chickens one time, and yeah. we just like let them. We were such annoying immigrant family mm-hmm. in in I mean, it's, it's California. A, it's annoying, but it's, I mean, it's just we let these chickens just run around. Yeah, and I remember one of our neighbors like ran over one of the 
chicks and he was like fucking pissed he's like why are these chickens on why are their chickens loose in silicon valley he was so mad and like thinking back on it like yeah it was like really uh that was really uh from his point of view yeah but i would love more farm animals in suburbs and that's great i mean having chickens in your backyard is awesome eggs and you know like we didn't have them in our backyard, though. We just let them loose. I know. Yeah, that's it different. Was, it, was hilarious. Very, it was very irresponsible. It's like Vietnam. I like that. I like that. As a as a family of immigrants that are trying to like blend in, we did not... You didn't try. We we did not try to I'm sure they tried well. a little bit. But that but that's... I mean, free... Yeah, they had free-range chickens. That's kind of cool. We didn't... We didn't eat their eggs or anything. We just oh. had them. Oh, really? There. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the purpose of them. Yeah, pets are pets. Only the purpose. They weren't even like our pet. Like we didn't even like them. (laughs) They were just. I just don't. I don't know. I sincerely don't know why we had chickens. (laughs) You guys don't even like them. I don't think we give them names. (laughs) We just like had chickens. You guys didn't use them for any purpose, and you guys didn't like them. You guys just had chickens, nameless chickens running around. Yeah. That's really funny, man. <laughs> Neighbors running them over and shit. They're like, why the fuck are there chickens out here in, in, in Sunnyvale? And then you're sitting there like, yes, why? Why? Yes, why? <laughs> Another thing. Even, I, your parent, even your parents are like, yeah, why? Why, why do we, do we have, why do we, wait, you're right. Why do we have chickens? <laughs> We agree with you. We're just as mad. We're just as mad that you're running them over. We're just mystery weird. chickens. <laughs> Another weird thing that my parents like just let let us do in Sunnyvale. Like, I remember I had this bike that didn't have brakes on it. <laughs> and then, like thinking thinking back, like, why did you let us play with this bike? Why did you let me on this bike that had no brakes? Yeah. One time, I I was going down the street, and then the um. My next door neighbor, uh, who's white, uh, like just parked his car, mm-hmm. and he was sticking out of the sidewalk a little bit because mm-hmm. his his driveway didn't fit that many mm-hmm. cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming down, and I see him get out of his car, and he's like, "No, no, no, no!" And I hit his fucking car on the bike because my bike has no brakes, <laughs> and I just like land on his trunk. I go, "Oh, sorry," and I could just tell he's like. <laughs> Why doesn't your bike have brakes? Just is this, is this an, the same neighbor that ran over the chicken? Because that's fucking funny. No, that was another one. But we were, I mean, we were just like oblivious. Yeah. You should have, you should have. Uh, My family. We didn't, yeah. we didn't care about being. These are essentially fresh off the boat stories. Yeah. Yeah. Except for I was born in America, so. I, yeah. We just, just were kind of reckless, I guess. It's not reckless, it's just. It's just, oh, you don't think a bike with no brakes is reckless? I mean, it's it's not smart. They might have taken the brakes off, actually. That's reckless. That's <laughs> reckless. Yeah, that would be yeah, reckless. Like, he, should, he should know what it's like. <laughs> the inevitability of inertia. <laughs> yeah, give him a give him a physics lesson. So you you have a cat now? I have a cat now. I have a Vietnamese cat. I found her in at the Reunification Palace in District 1 of mm-hmm. Saigon. And there was just... I was playing tennis one night. How long were you in Vietnam for? Uh, I was in Saigon for about 8 months or 10 months. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be there for a year, but I broke my lease to move back to L.A. because I was over it. 
You were over being in Vietnam? Or? I was over Saigon. Okay. It was. I found it. It was a little difficult to uh, make friends out there, mm-hmm. as compared to Hanoi. Huh. So you went back to Hanoi. No, so I went back to America. America. Oh, but you were in Hanoi before. Mm-hmm. So I have this. I I, I got this cat at the reunification palace. Mm-hmm. Little, little mangy little shit. <laughs> she was just yelling. She was just meowing at us, and I guess like the cats choose their humans. Yeah. Or at least like strays. So this yeah. cat chose chose me. Yeah. And I fed it, and now she's and now you, she's fat. Can you can you brought her back to America? I brought her back to America, and I had to buy a seat on the plane on Asia Air on <laughs> Asia Airlines. I think. Uh huh. It was one of the few. One of the few airlines that would allow me to buy a seat for my cat. Because How I much are the tickets? It's fourteen hundred bucks. Fourteen hundred bucks one way for a cat. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was for my seat and the cat seat. It was fourteen hundred bucks to go back to America. Damn. Yeah, it was so expensive. And then like two hundred dollars for like the the paperwork and the Jesus Christ and the microchip and shit. How did how did you have to do that when you landed? No, I did that before I left. That's crazy. Can't you just get someone to like fake the papers? No, I'd I'd like to be legit. <laughs> it's right, how, how, legit your, how legit you are. Like your your mind just goes, I bet you could do that cheaper. <laughs> yeah. I bet yeah. you could do that cheaper. Yeah. It's just paperwork. Yeah. What is paperwork to a Vietnamese? <laughs> what is paperwork to a Vietnamese immigrant, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a Vietnamese man in general, I'm sure. There's like a lot of back channels. Just a, just a couple of hoops that you need to Hop over. Hop we have over. printers. Yeah. We have printers. We have pens. Yeah. I don't understand why you just wouldn't do it cheaper. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, <laughs> you know, you do you, obviously. I like to kind of curb the spread of infectious diseases via cat. <laughs> so I, I think it would be... Look, what are the chances I think that your good. cat starts a rabies epidemic? Come on. A rabies epidemic. Uh, no, I'd like to not have rabies. Are you vaccinated against? Are we vaccinated against rabies? I think so. No, actually, you're, if you come in contact with like a raccoon, uh, you're supposed to go immediately to the to the emergency room and get a uh, rabies shot. Huh. Yeah. So we're not vaccinated against rabies. That's actually, like you rabies. know what? That's like not being vaccinated against rabies. It's like it's like riding a bike with no brakes. Ooh, it's okay. pretty reckless. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't believe they let me do that. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. That, what kind of, you remember what kind of car your neighbor had? Just some some shit sedan. <laughs> some shit sedan. That Dude, you know what I miss? Fucking Acura Integras. I had an, I had an Integra. You had Integra. Dude, you, you, were the, you, you were probably the coolest motherfucker with your fucking Not cool as a kid. I didn't shoes. have... I, I, I drove it around in my late 20s. Mm. 94. A red 94 Integra. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Those Integras were the shit, bro. That was the coolest car. Integras and uh, I really liked I mean like MR2s right but I really liked the Lexus IS300 specifically yeah IS300 yeah, those I didn't come in manual though oh really yeah I didn't care I just kind of I just like the look with the shift knob that had the uh, mm-hmm. that aluminum ball yeah 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 yeah. those are sick yeah. <laughs> Alteza Alteza yeah shit that's the uh, that's the Toyota yeah so in in Japan it was called an Alteza. It's a, a Toyota Alteza. Over here it's a Lexus IS three hundred. Really? Alteza is a sick name though, huh? Alteza is a sick ass name for that car. Yeah. yeah, dude, I I really want to go to hot 
import nights. I want to do ecstasy and go to hot import nights. I would, I would totally get high into that. Yeah. Ecstasy, I might enjoy it too much. <laughs> and I don't want to be the guy who enjoys hot import nights too much. Oh, dude, it's like a total nostalgia thing now. Yeah. Like, How old do you think? It's like people with like, in like canes and shit. No. It's probably our age, 40s. <laughs> people in their 40s. Yeah. We're not in our 40s. Yeah, but we could be. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm in my 40s at all. Today I do. I'm hungover as fuck, but... Yeah, I would, I would love to go to Hot Import Nights and see all of the uh, the aged import models. Because Speaking like, of, though, Kylie Yu keeps popping up on my Instagram feed. Who is that? Import model. Oh, yeah. I don't know any import models. You know more import models than I do. Okay, yeah. You she, get those... she pivoted. So there, there are a couple she import pivoted. models. I mean, uh, Aiko Tanaka... Is a former import model. She's also a porn star, right? Aiko? No. No. She's a stand-up comic. Oh my god, I'm doing a show with her this week. Aiko Tanaka, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing a show with her she's Thursday. A, she's a former import model. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then she pivoted <clears throat> to stand-up. And she pivoted to stand-up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to find out on Thursday. I, I've never met her, but I'm doing a show with her on Thursday. Kyla Yu. So Kyla Yu was also... I know way too much about import models. No, no, no. Really not like enough. It. Not enough. So <clears throat> she, she... Aiko and Kyla Yu were in Tokyo Drift... Oh, together. Shit. They were they were two of the girls. Ready, set, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I gotta watch that. Which, watch is why, uh, which is why I bring up Kylie because she's popping up on my feed all the time. She pivoted to journalism, or she says that she's a journalist. Does a lot of. Um, That's what journalists would say. Does a lot of. Uh, where are they now? So people, people from the people from like the early two thousands Asian import scene. Yeah, she does. Where are they now? Really? Rules, reels. Yeah, it's a, it's totally cool. like I'm totally the, the target target audience. <laughs> Asian American dudes in their thirties. Like, where are they now? <laughs> does she but, have an audience? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. What do I watch, man? I don't even know. I don't even know what I watch these days. I watch a lot of live stand-up. Fuck, I'm boring, bro. Just a lot of live stand-up? I don't even... I like watching theater. I like watching theater and shit. It's kind of... On your Instagram? On my Instagram, I'm watching my friend's shit. Which is... It gets really depressing. Your friend's stand-up reels? Yeah. Some of them aren't good. They're not good comics. Some of them aren't good comics. Name name all of them. I, I won't do that. But you know who you are. Dude, I want some bone real. Yeah, I haven't eaten very well today. Let's pause real quick, yeah? Yeah, I would hella get some y'all food. Like what? Like, um... Fried fish skin? Yeah. Salad. Like the... Goy? Yeah, like goy. And then, like, um... Curry goat. I don't think that's y'all food, is it? Anything that you have to eat with a fork is not y'all food. No, but you can pick it up with the shrimp chips. Oh shit! Curried goat. Yeah, I've never had that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's a bunch of shit. It's like I, I can't even. I don't have the name. We're we gonna do some research. We get the names of them. Blood with the sesame seed and there's like basil. How have I never had any of these delicious sounding foods? Uh, maybe your parents weren't alcoholics. Like my parents were just having this, just constantly drinking Heineken. Yeah, my parents did not drink at all. Yeah, my parents were drinkers, so that's probably why. But all my friends too, growing up, I, I rediscovered it with them. It wasn't just my parents. My parents, and then they're like, oh, shit, I remember this from, like, back in the day. 
Damn. It would just get rid they would have these gatherings and after we usually pray or talk about God or some shit and then afterwards it would just you know, it was sick. My parents are very social people. I wish my parents were. They were more of just like a, every once in a while somebody would come over and then my dad would lecture them for like hours. <laughs> Your dad's a lecturer? Oh, he's a rambler for sure. <laughs> I remember one time, this is going to sound like a sad story, but it's not that sad, I'm fine. But <laughs> At a stand-up show, this would get an awe. This, this would get an awe, not a laugh, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll laugh, but yeah. Uh, the, there was one time that I said something that really pissed off my dad. Um, I was just being a shithead kid. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you. And <laughs> he made it, he like brought, he brought a Roy, a fucking a thing to hit me with, and he sat me down. And he talked for like two hours. Oh, no. That was like worse than getting hit. <laughs> Just listening and repeat himself over and over and over. He said, I cannot forgive you. There's no way that I could forgive you. What did you say? He said, said, said maybe the communists were right. I really wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> he rambled for like two hours and I, I was like. This Just is, hit me. He's saying, he's saying the same thing over and Just over and me. over again. Just, yeah. hit me. Just hit me, dog. <laughs> Let's end this. I'm not even uh, exaggerating. It was, it was two hours. Of Holy shit. Man. Just, That's so funny. Just repeating the same shit over That's and over. That's so funny. He, you know why? It's actually out of love, right? He couldn't bring himself to hit you. I don't know. He wanted to teach you. No, I think he's... I, I just don't... I just think he's... He was a teacher. <laughs> I nailed it. He was a... He was, a, he was an English language teacher. I nailed so it. So I think he really liked that. He liked to bestow knowledge of yeah. people and maybe like maybe too much yeah. to the point where he's just fucking repeating himself most people probably indulge when they when they have that like inkling right yeah teachers are annoying teachers are annoying you were a teacher i was a teacher yeah um did you ever beat the shit out of one of your students at the end of one of your lectures <laughs> no i just lectured for two hours <laughs> mr nguyen the bell rang you just fucking go you 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 leave when I tell you to leave. You're not dismissed by the bell. You're dismissed by me. God, we'd say stuff like that. Uh, and mean it. And we'd mean it. We'd like, unironically, yeah, fuck those kids. What what kinds of um, what kinds them, of power moves did you did you pull when you were a teacher? Oh, there's it's classroom management techniques that you can employ. Just like just like having you need a lot of patience. Obviously, right? You can't just like fly off the handle at every little thing because there's 36 kids in there. These schools are overpacked. Like it's just it's just like shoulder to shoulder almost, right? And so there's thirty six kids in there. Some classrooms have forty out there, and so like you can't just immediately react. You have to like let go of some things. You let go. You know what? It boils down to you let go of stuff from the kids you like. If the kids doing well and they're smart and they're getting A's. If they're disruptive to a certain point, I mean, I can let it go. I was one of those kids that uh, teachers would let shit slide. Yeah, me too. I think that's why I do it. I did it. I don't. I mean, I would probably. I mean, I only did it for two years, right? So I would change it. Not even a full two years. One of those was an intern year. So. Oh, I thought you quit in the middle of the school year. I did. I didn't quit. I was long term subbing, and I just didn't take the next assignment. And I moved to LA instead. Oh wow! I moved to LA in like February first. This was you were at uh, San Diego. Yeah, I was in San Diego. And I was teaching there long term something like month one month assignments pretty much. Damn, which was great. Were you open micing at 
at that time? I had yeah. done one or two open mics, but I didn't really hit the mics until I moved to LA, six months into moving to LA. Did you did you invite any of your fellow teachers to, uh, to yeah. go see you do I, stand-up? I, I, was, I did a show in San Diego this past Thursday, and they didn't go to the show, but I hung out with them afterwards. I'm but talking about when you when you first started. Oh, before? No, not the stand-up, but I was doing sketch, and then there are some sketch shows that they came to. The first time I ever did stand-up outside of school was uh, I went to Rooster Tea Feathers. You know Rooster Tea Feathers? Oh, with Sunnyvale, yeah. yeah I yeah, signed yeah, up yeah. for the Rooster Tea Feathers amateur comedy competition. How was that? And, well, um, I I also was 19 at the yeah, time, yeah. so I didn't have anybody that could, like, attend the show. So yeah. I went to my old high school and I was like, I asked a couple of teachers, like, do you want to come see me do stand-up? Oh, so, uh, Miss Trout, nice. Miss Trout, my English teacher, and Miss Yang, who was the acapella advisor. You're quite the performer, huh? Yeah, dude. Acapella, fuck it. Hell um, yeah. We should start a Vietnamese acapella uh, quartet. Sound, I, I already know it's going to sound horrible. It's going to be so good. It'd be so fun. Um, if so, so you they said goodbye to me tonight, Ooh-hoo! there would still be music left to write. Okay. No, that won't work because you're a bass and I'm also a bass. <laughs> An all bass? Yeah. Vietnamese all bass. quartet? That's so funny, bro. <laughs> Come on. All the boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So they, they came and saw me do just like. 19 year old a 19 year old do stand up yeah which did you kill second place bro hell yeah baby yeah, yeah. Brent yeah. Weinbach was the was the uh, Brent Weinbach featured performer oh I thought it meant he won first cause like that's yeah I, that, losing to Brent Weinbach is not a bad thing at that age no Brent he, that, was, that was the first time I ever saw Brent he's funny as fuck he's, he blew my mind <laughs> I was like holy shit he's doing fucking Street Fighter uh references yeah. and shit. it was just so it was hilarious that's why like I it's 20 years I ago I always have that connection to like Brent Weinbach yeah know. there's sort of comments that you th- they just they think differently just in that gray area where everything they say and the way they think is so funny mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's very there's a couple comics like Brad Wenzel I saw him like 8 months ago and then he just told this joke about like fuck I forgot what it was about but it's just like I was like, oh, I've never, I've never thought of doing comedy like that before. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Cool. I I love the vagueness of your anecdote. Yeah, this is gonna be great for the podcast. Yeah, we're cutting this whole shop talk down. <laughs> Fuck this shit, bro. What are we talking about? Oh, my dad's jokes. Oh yeah, holy shit, that was like two hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Tell my... me about your dad's jokes. <laughs> Your dad, your parents weren't social people, right? So that's what the nyal food is crazy because that's a uh, something my parents did a lot, and then my friends did it when in my twenties when we started drinking and hanging out more. My friends started doing the same. Did shit. you hang out with like mostly Vietnamese people when you were in your twenties? In my in my early twenties through my mid twenties, yeah, and then I moved to SoCal. Homies, um, homies from Boy Scouts. I don't keep I don't keep Boy Scouts in touch with homies from Boy Scouts. Church. Not Boy Scouts anymore, but church, my church friends. Because I was involved in the church, too. I was, like, a catechism teacher or whatever. And then I kind of grew out of it. I, I left, and I was like, oh, God, God doesn't exist. No. <laughs> there's no way God exists. There's no, there's no way. It's cool. It's great. It's great that we have community. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's how I look at all of the stuff that I was involved with. Like, yeah. 
essentially, even if I don't really give a shit about martial it's, arts. It's so important to have community. And that, I think that's part of the reason why people like hold on to the flag. Because for them, they lost to lose a country. Like they need, they need the symbol is so represents pretty much what they feel is all they have of the Vietnam that they love, right? Like that's that's why. I mean, it's easy for us, and I agree, pretty much agree with logically. I agree with you to let go of that symbolism of the the three stripe flag. But like, dude, it, it's if it's the only thing keeping you alive, like that's so sad, right? It's like, there's like a, there's a sadness to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it is it is very very sad, but my my thing is, and this is like a big theme of the documentary that uh, that I'm working on, is that uh, why does it have to be so sad? <laughs> Fifty years ago, you went. You didn't Vietnam's live the happiest country, man. People yeah, are, people are happy over there, like, but there's sadnesses too. I grew up hearing things like. I wish you could uh, really see what true suffering is in Vietnam one mm-hmm. day. Vietnamese parents are the most dra- fucking dramatic. They're so bro. dramatic. They're so dramatic. They're so it's dramatic. so funny though. I think it's really funny. My dad is so. Uh, I like, that rings so true to me. Like our parents saying shit like that. It's like we just took it in stride. You probably took it to heart a lot. I started laughing at it. Really, just like thinking it's the best. I, I want more of it. I think it's so ridiculous. My my dad been like, it's yeah, like comedy goldmine. I think so. Oh, I think I like... think it's so fun. It's because it's, it's it's rude and truth, right? Which I love the idea of truth. And then like, because our lives are good here now, mm. we can laugh at that because our, our lives are good. My parents can be like, my dad once came back from Vietnam, right? He visited for the first time. He saw his family, his extended family. He came. I mean, he's so dramatic. He, 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 he's like half a step short of like a fucking red carpet or some shit. But like really humble. I don't know. He's, he's a weird dude. My dad's a weird dude. Wait, get to the point? What? The point is this. <laughs> he came back from that trip visiting family and he goes, Kong look, this trip taught me a lot. But it's stuff that I've been saying for a long time. Like so, it didn't teach you. You you had always you had always known this, so you didn't learn anything. You it's like anyway. So when it comes to family, Kong, only your family will pick you up off the street if you die. Okay, only the family will take your body off the street. I'm like, Dad, we live in Santa Clara. Like, we, <laughs> what streets are you talking about? You know. That advice does not apply to me here. Like, it's just insane. Only family will pick your bodies off the streets of what, Homestead and San Tomas? Like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> That's crazy. This trip really gave me perspective on what my corpse will yeah. experience. It's like, only you, like, if you die in the street, only your cousin will take your body. I'm like, what happened? Did you go? <laughs> what happened when what you were... What did you see, Dad? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> did you just relive the entire war? Fucking A, dude. But it's... I think it's That's so bananas. Fun. It's insane. He, and then I told him, I was like, but we're, we're good now. He goes, yes. We're good now, but you never know. I'm like, damn, dude, that's that's some PTSD shit. That's- you will die in the street. Yeah, you yeah. will die on the street. <laughs> yeah, you will die on Calaveras, Park Victoria. And you better know if a cousin is nearby because yeah. he is the only one. Yeah, it's, that is it's- licensed. <laughs> Life pick your, to body. Pick up your body. 
He has the credentials to pick up your body. Only family will have the credentials. But I mean, it's shit like that. Like I think it's fun. But but my dad's a very very dramatic man. My mom is too in her own way. But my dad is like, it's more evident to me. It's really funny. Yeah, that's that's definitely a uh, that's a classic Vietnamese. Yeah, parent thing is we're so dramatic, man. It makes sense. The war. I mean, it makes sense. I think Vietnamese parents in Vietnam are just as dramatic. Is it like embedded in our culture, or is it because of the war? I don't know. Are they? Are they just as dramatic? Probably. I will say. Well, okay. I I'm I'm pretty cool with my one aunt who's very racist. Mm-hmm. But uh, she hate other Vietnamese people. No, she's just said some horrible things. Like, like, like no, no, no. Um, no, just people of different skin colors. Mm-hmm. Where you go, like, what the fuck did you just say? Is it mostly is it mostly dark skin or is it like all it's skin? dark skin? She yeah. she thinks that people who have dark skin are lesser. Yeah, it's just hilarious, right? I, I, I hilariously pro- like it's hilarious in that I know that she's like harmless. Yeah, yeah, she's it's just some fucking. It's so stupid to think lady. that just because someone's skin, the nature of their biology is different, like they're inferior. That's like it's so bananas to me. Yeah, no pun intended. I mean, you put well, you put. I, it's it's refreshing hearing you because you think that it's like hilarious, but yeah. I go like, what the fuck is wrong with these? Oh people? yeah, it's terrible. It's the worst thing. It's I wish nobody thought like that. But it's so stupid. It's like so stupid. It's so stupid that it's you just yeah. have no choice but <laughs> to laugh at it. Fucking a! I can't believe you think like that, dude. Do we what what era of do we live in, bro? We, we, like we're recording this with these lights. Like this is like you know like the technology in this. We didn't set up the backlights. What are you talking about? We just set up the fucking backlights. Oh yeah, we just set up the backlights. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have them out, or else we'll forget to use them. So much time. <laughs> We're forty-five minutes into this shit, dude. <laughs> All right, should we set them up? Yeah, let's set them up, bro. Well, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, Andy has gone and made himself a nice bowl of ramen, and he refuses to put that away. So I guess that's uh, the conclusion of the first episode of the Embarrassed by Night podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, Not sure how much we're going to leave in and how much we're going to keep. Probably cut all of it, uh, to be honest. It was good. You talking about the ramen? The podcast.